What's up everybody? Welcome to a new video. In today's video, I'm going to be talking about the very one thing that changed it all for me on Zazzle. You know, it was kind of like a breakthrough moment. In fact, I would call this my breakthrough moment on Zazzle. And this didn't happen really after a while. It happened after my first order. And I started to think differently around Zazzle. Now, for those of you who don't know my story with Zazzle, my, my story with Zazzle is a little bit different than that of Redbubble or TeePublic. Zazzle for me was a challenge in the beginning. I wasn't used to a platform that was drastically different than the casual just like, you know, uploading a design and waiting for somebody to buy it. You know, Zazzle is a little bit different. There's more customization, the the client base is different, you know, things like that. So for me, when I first started Zazzle for the first three months, I didn't do anything in terms of sales. In the last day of the third month, I had a bulk order of keychains. Now, this bulk order is what really made me start thinking about how people purchase or why people purchase on Zazzle. If I could understand why customers purchase or why customers do certain things on Zazzle, then I have a bigger chance of making money. So, for example, on Amazon, I remember when I was on Amazon FBA, I would always think, okay, what makes a seller, a good seller? What makes somebody present the products that people from Amazon really need and really want and end up buying? And, you know, every platform has its own characteristics. And something that I've been habitually doing is that ever since I've been diversifying, going on multiple platforms, building multiple different businesses, I've always been thinking for that specific business, what do customers want here? And it's different from platform to platform to platform. It's not going to be the same all the time. So, with Zazzle, something that I learned that made it drastically different was that the product type drastically matters and, and it drastically changes. I'll give you an example. If you can see here on Redbubble, this is an example of a shirt that people would not order in mass quantity. And when I say that, I think of it like this. Like, for example, if you have a book club or if you have a wine club or if you have a group of friends all together or, you know, if you have some sort of organization of some sort or if there's a special day like somebody's birthday or some sort of party or, you know, whatever the case may be, what you're looking at is just simply a design. It's not, and I know this design is from uh, Teen Wolf, but I'm saying what you're looking at is a design from, you know, a concept. It's just a, a drawing. Picture it that way, right? It doesn't have any value or meaning to it in reference to a, a special occasion, okay? With Zazzle, if you look at Zazzle, a lot of the things that make Zazzle successful are these special occasions. And to prove this, I want to give you guys a point here. This is just one simple example, okay? Here is an example of the Marvel store on Zazzle. Now, Marvel will create certain uh, designs that not necessarily for special occasions. So, for example, if I just go over here and click on this Shanghai Legends, let's just click here, um, go to Products, and I, ju I just want to do this to reinforce kind of my idea. If you look here, this is kind of like fan art of the products, right? We can all agree on that. For the most part, there's not really much to customize. There's not really, this doesn't really reflect a special occasion or a special day. Just simply fans of the movie, of, of, the, of the brand, whatever, okay? If you take these designs and you put them on something like a Society6 or a Redbubble or a uh, T 
key public even, these would do well. It's not to say that they wouldn't do well. They would do well. But when you come to places like Zazzle, they're not, there are things that you could do that are a little bit better. And I'll, I'll do this to prove my point. A huge brand like Marvel Studios has a movie called the, you know, Shanghai The Legends of Ten Rings. This store only has 48 followers. See, sometimes when you have followers, it represents how essentially engaged your customer base is, okay? Now, if we go back to the actual Marvel store that owns all these other micro stores within it for these all different brands, right? It has a total of 638 followers, okay? 638 followers for the official Marvel 2021 store, okay? Now, take a look at this. This store right here is a store created by a regular person like me and you. And her store has 1,800 followers. Now, in in a world where, uh, you know, companies with more money and, and, you know, more influence dictate success, that doesn't actually happen on Zazzle. Anybody logically, if I asked anybody on the street who would have more followers, a company like Marvel or just a regular person like me and you, most people would say Marvel. But that doesn't actually happen in this case for Zazzle. And Zazzle, you could see here, these are examples. These are all special occasion type you know, uh, products here. You have Mother's Day, weddings, graduations. And this is kind of also what hit the light bulb for me is that on Zazzle, if I take this design, right? If I take a design, let's just pull up a design here, um, like something like this. If I pull up a design like that, even though this is not allowed and this is a pretty bad example. Um, actually, let's do this. Let's pull up Tiger here. If I pull up this, let's just take this design. If I take this design and I put it on Zazzle, it's not nearly going to perform as well as on Redbubble or T Public or even Merch by Amazon. The reason why I say that, like I said, is because of the situation where what Zazzle is based on. And it's based on different kinds of, you know, different celebrations, different moments in time, right? And the thing is, is that these moments in time, these celebrations, these uh, events that are happening, whatever you want to call it, these are the typical type of products that customers are looking for on Zazzle. I could take all the products that I've created on Redbubble and I can move them over to Zazzle. And I won't even do a fraction of what I'm doing on Redbubble simply because it's not what products, that's not what consumers are looking for, right? And in the Zazzle uh, tagging course, when I put out the Zazzle tagging course, something that I said was, if you decide to tag Zazzle the same way you decide to tag Redbubble, you're going to be shooting yourself in the foot because it's diametrically opposed. I mean, if, if you literally take the opposite of everything I said in the Redbubble tagging course, you're going to have a better chance of succeeding than if you would have just tagged the same on Zazzle than for Redbubble. So these platforms are different. That's the first thing. Like I said, the second thing as a seller is... And obviously, you're not treating them the same, but you want to think of what will work best. What are these moments in time, these special occasions, these elements where people can buy bulk products of, right? I want you to think of this. Imagine a couple is getting married, right? They're going to have to send out wedding cards, for example. Well, what's the best place they can do? Well, they're going to do a random Google search. They could search customizable wedding cards. They want something professionally done where they don't have to hire somebody out, whatever, right? 
they can go to a website like Zazzle, and they're not going to be searching for Zazzle, but they're going to be searching on Google. They can click on a wedding card kind of like this, you know, like a category, whatever, they find it on Google. They see a bunch of them. They say, oh, wow, I really like, for example, this one. This is a, you know, bridal shower uh, category. I can click on this, and, you know, I like this one, for example. And then they could go in and personalize it. And that's essentially how it works through the Google SEO. And this is why I said before, even with Redbubble, I've said this, is that Google is super important, like like insanely important for the success of your business on Zazzle. Even with Redbubble, I've said, I said this before, but Google and um, other organic searches through the Redbubble search algorithm accounts for about 70 to 80% of all my traffic through Redbubble. And the reason why that is is because when we teach tagging, when we teach titling, when we teach all these things, it is drastically important, like like super important. I don't know how to emphasize it enough that you know how to do it properly so you bank on the Google traffic. You bank on the Zazzle traffic because if you don't, if if you just create and nobody sees your work, you're never going to get paid. And that's the sad truth for most of the people. If you look at stores, you have the top, let's say, 10% of Zazzle stores. After that, most people are, I don't want to say failing, but they're not doing well. And the reason why the top 10% hold it is because they're the ones who are acquiring the most traffic. They have it down from a Google SEO standpoint, from a tagging standpoint, and those two factors contribute to the essentially the most traffic that they could generate. But also, the type of category of the product plays a huge, you know, portion as well. If I was to create, for example, this tiger shirt or whatever, and I just place it as a regular design that's not customizable, you got to think realistically, the customer base of Zazzle is not designed to appreciate something like that. Now, don't get me wrong. Can we get a few sales here and there? It's possible. If somebody's searching for something like that, but the question is, in relation to other types of categories, how much is somebody truly searching for something like that? The answer is not much. And I could tell you that from my personal experience. And for those who don't know, Zazzle has two different levels where they categorize sellers, right? You have your bonuses that you get every month on a level basis. So you have a level one bonus, level two bonus, level three bonus, level four bonus, level five bonus, right? Depending on how much you make, okay? And then you have your uh, your bronze, your silver, etc. So I, I am a silver seller, silver level seller. And level three bonuses acquired every month. So I could tell you this from experience and not from just, uh, I guess you could say, um, I don't know, you know, reading forums or whatever you want to call it. But the point here is that when you jump into this kind of stuff, and you jump into Zazzle because you guys know it's very important to diversify. We've spoken about this literally in a couple videos ago where I said I would be talking about other kind of platforms. When you diversify your work, you got to understand that sometimes because of the type of work that you're doing, you might not be able to overlap. So, for example, if you're busy making, you know, I don't know, superhero um, pictures on, on Zazzle, uh, excuse me, on Redbubble, Maybe you won't be able to take the exact same design, put it on Zazzle, and expect to succeed in the same way. However, you can do some shifting to that post or that design to maybe allow it to accommodate a certain group. So, for example, if it's, you know, uh, you know, if there's a birthday boy on Zazzle, 
and and the mom is looking for a certain product for him, like customizable product, you can maybe take that superhero uh, image that you created, like a fake superhero, you know, something that you made, not something out there by Marvel or anything like that, and maybe she'll be able to customize it in a certain way to buy it for her son or, you know, her daughter, whatever the case may be. But the point is, is you have to use and understand Zazzle's uh, customer base, the community, and what they're actually looking for. And I can tell you there's a lot of money to be made on Zazzle if you play your cards right. It's a very huge platform. They have a huge customer base for a very long time. I mean, they've been operating for a very, very long time. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of money to be made on there. So this is one of the first few Zazzle videos that we've made in a while. And there's going to be more to come. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this video. Hopefully you guys are on Zazzle getting started. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you guys for watching. Peace out. Bye.